Welcome to Modern Musings, conversations with the maiden mother and crone, where we look at ourselves and the world through the lens of the 21st century. Welcome back. I'm your hostess, Kristen Hessler, with Amber Jones and Cindy Murray. Hello. Today we are touching on a topic that I was really curious about um, exploring. I'm not necessarily like a fearful person, but I do have my worries and my fears. And um, I think maybe my husband and I were talking about like fears and what we were scared of. And, you know, I could never get him to go down the slide at the water park. And I used to never go down the mm. slide at the water park because I was no. always kind of <laughs> terrified of first the height going up the the stairs or a ladder and then going down the slide because they are a little terrifying. Um, and um, I was really like, is that really what I'm scared of the most? Is it heights or is it, you know, fear of falling? And I wanted to explore it more. And so I posed this uh, topic today as, um, you know, what is the thing you are most scared to do? And... Um, the part at the end is kind of important, like to do, right? What is it you're most scared to do? Not just scared of. Okay. 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 That makes a difference. It does. Mm-hmm. It does. So hopefully difference. that doesn't like screw you up. Cause I know like we kind of premeditate, like we get a little chance to think about what we're going to talk about. Sometimes it's five minutes. Sometimes it's a week or two. Um, and this topic was on our list for a while, and it just finally made it. We just finally got down to the list, and um, I was literally like, oh, my gosh, it's here, and I haven't thought about it. <laughs> um, because it is, like, I, I didn't, I want to explore it, but I'm scared to explore it. Is that Ooh. weird? Now, that is that something you're most afraid to do? <laughs> um, explore the unknown? I mean... I'm a pretty adventurous. I like exploring the unknown. I like thinking of things that my brain has never thought of. That's why I'm always like, imagine if blah, blah, blah. You know, because that's me like taking it out of bounds. Yeah. You know, I like that. But I realize I hadn't brushed on this topic. Like, I guess I don't want to do it by myself. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It feels more comforting to explore it with someone else because then like, if I get too dark, you guys pull me out of it because when I'm by myself, I could when I go dark, I can't come out of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I was curious what, uh, I, I ended up discovering what that was the one thing and I'm, I'm, I'm eager to talk about it, but I want to know what y'all's is first. (laughs) Oh, uh, okay. Well, um, if you had, I, you know, if I, if you hadn't put that to do on there, the thing I'm most afraid of, I would have had a totally different answer. So now, okay, now I, you can have two answers then. Well, the, I well, I my easy answer for that is as the fear of moving forward with my life right now. Yeah. Um, as we've mentioned uh, on the blog and and elsewhere, um, my husband passed away. Not that uh, it's been a little over a month, and um, so. I'm still in that shaky space where I'm trying to think of, you know, how, how things are going to proceed from here. And 
And that's scary. It's scary to think of you talking about doing Mm -hmm. things on your own. And that's definitely, I'm not on my own, obviously, because I have my family and my friends with me, but the person that I normally have with me going forward in my life is no longer there as my support. And that's what I'm having to face is going through the rest of my life that way. Yeah. Um, So that is, that is the overarching thing there, but as far as things I'm afraid to do, there are so many. And, and it's really crazy because when I was young, I probably would have done most of them if given the opportunity. But the older I get, uh, and I think this happens to a lot of people, the more fearful I get because you realize you're not indestructible. Mm-hmm. And um, you can see all the things that could go wrong. So, I mean, I could, I could make a laundry list. I could make a a total laundry list of things that I would, I think would be a lot of fun, but I'm terrified to do. Mm. Um, Jumping out of a plane. Okay. I think that would be exhilarating and beautiful and wonderful, but I don't think I will ever do it because I'm terrified. Um, Skiing, like snow skiing. (laughs) Like skiing? Downhill (laughs) ski. Yeah. Downhill skiing, snow you know, skiing. like yeah. um, snow skiing. And I've always wanted to do that, but I know, uh, you know, Sonny Bono died. And I've had other friends who've had <laughs> crashes on their skis and, you know, have injuries from it. So yeah. it's, it's terrifying to me, but it looks so fun. And I love the idea of being a little snow bunny, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I hate cold, but... <laughs> But it just seems fun, you know, to be up at the at the top of the mountain, you know, with the hot cocos and toddies and the hot tubs and then go ski, you know, and get really cold and then come back down and get all nice and warm again. And, you know, I don't know. There's something something appealing and exhilarating about that, too. We we did snowmobiles once Mm -hmm. and that was a lot of fun. So. I feel like it would probably be along those lines, but a little more... A little more control. Or a little yeah. less control. Yeah. Snowmobiling? The snowmobiling control? is more control. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's more control. Yeah. I feel yeah. like skiing and skydiving, there's like yeah. very little control. Those are two of them. I mean, obviously, the even going down the slide at the water park is terrifying to me. So, um, yeah. I don't know. The unknownness, like... Um... Oh, no, I've skied before, so I can't really. Yeah. I haven't even water skied, so I think I tried to get up on my skis once. Love inner tubing, but even that, now that I'm pushing 60, that scares me because Mm -hmm. you can break bones. My boss had a finger get severed from skiing. Oh. Oh. Yeah, it was a freak accident. It just, like, the rope twisted some weird way, and it, like, cut her finger off. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, those, those things, um, those are scary. They're scary. Yeah. And I, I just, I imagine that they would be fun, but I just, I can't do it. Um, so of the two of those, which one is more scary? Scariest. Scarier. Probably <laughs> skydiving. Probably skydiving. skydiving. Yeah. That um, is pretty scary. Cause that one, there's, shh, there's nothing that can save you. There's one, you have one job. One thing that you have control over is pulling the. Pulling the rip right time. And that doesn't even mean right place. that it and actually that works. doesn't mean that it actually works. Yeah. yeah. 
So yeah, th- that's. What if there was a guarantee? Like, I'm, there's no guarantee in anything in life. Oh, but I know. But what if there was? Would you skydive? Probably. Probably. Um, I've done like, um, start like small bungee rides. jumps. Oh no! Oh, no. I, uh, uh, yeah, that's, no, that's a whole other type I, of danger. Actually, I'm more afraid of bungee jumping than skydiving. Really? Because there have been so many accidents with bungee jumping and the you know breaking breaking cords and or the cords too long and they they actually hit bottom. No, absolutely. While not. you're alive, yeah. Like at least if you mm. skydived, you would probably pass away instantly. I don't know. Felt. There was that girl who went skydiving on her 18th birthday, or no, no, it wasn't even. She wasn't even her 18th birthday. She was underage, and her dad took her skydiving, and um, and her chute didn't open, and she lived. Wow, yeah. but that's scary. But living is. I'm using that term very loosely because she was yeah. damaged. Yeah, you no know? doubt. Yeah, so I can't even fall like a foot without like hurting myself severely (laughs) Uh, me too and you know having osteoporosis anything that could break a bone is terrifying to me i don't even walk on ice you know and or slippery water i freak out so you know um it's uh so interesting like uh when you said you would have done all of these things if you'd had the opportunity when you were younger like i I feel like, yeah, the older we get, well, some people go in the opposite direction, but the uh, older we get, typically the more cautious that we get. When we're young, we feel indestructible. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. why young people do things like drinking too much and drinking and driving and car Mm -hmm. racing, car racing and, you know, unprotected sex because we, smoking doing drugs you know we yeah. we feel like we're indestructible at that age and it's not until we're older that our brains have developed enough that we understand the risks the actual consequences mm-hmm. and risks and you know people say well th- their brains are gr- they're grown-ups they can make those choices but really your brain does not stop developing until you're like what 25 something like that something. so so, you know, there's there's question about whether you really can make those kind of choices with reasonable understanding before you're that age, you know, at, at 21 or Isn't 18. all of that reasoning and stuff part of your frontal lobe? I don't know, I guess. Well, your impulse control is in your frontal mm. lobe. I know that. I don't... I... I will be honest and say I don't keep up with all. I don't know all that. I really <laughs> well, don't. I was just thinking like, and I'm old. I probably knew that, that once once upon a but, time, but some my memory goes away. So, but yeah, I, I don't know. I like I said, there's so many of those kind of things that I think would have been a lot of fun, and I just I don't think I could do it now. But by you know, conversely, there are things that I could do now that no longer frighten me that would have terrified me when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking in public. I was about to say just speaking my mind. Yeah. yeah. Being, being honest and open about what I think or whatever. Um, 
standing on my own two feet by myself, you know, mm-hmm. um, which still scares me, but not as much as it did when I was younger, you know, um, there, there's a lot of th- it. I don't know. I don't understand why that shift happens, but maybe the things I was afraid of when I was younger really were nothing to be afraid of. And the things that I'm afraid of now really have more longer lasting, you know, long-term mm-hmm. consequences. Yeah. yeah. Consequences. Yeah. So maybe that's, maybe that's why. I don't know. What about you, Amber? Um, I was sitting here thinking like you were talking about skydiving and stuff like that. And, um, and I'm sitting and I'm like, uh, well, am I really afraid to do that? I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying that like um, I am gonna go seek it out, right? Because right. um, and uh, like you're talking about like a lot of like the younger like things you're afraid of when you were younger that you're not afraid of anymore. Um, I guess a good example would be like uh, I used to be terrified of sharks, mm-hmm. and over my honeymoon, I swam with the sharks and it was actually a lot of fun and nurse sharks are kind of like cats they like their belly rubbed and they like being petted and uh they like snacks and stuff like that I mean not human snacks but um it was just uh it was just very interesting because I did feel that fear halfway down the ladder and I think it was more it wasn't even the sharks. It was the ladder. Oh, yeah. Okay. L- I will tell you. So like uh, the ladder scared me. Ladders down terrify me. The climbing ladder. up or climbing yeah. down. We went, we had an opportunity to go zip lining back when Kristen was in high school mm-hmm. um, at a Girl Scout camp. And I really wanted to go zip lining. But I couldn't, all, I could only get halfway up the ladder because it was, it was literally a construction ladder pole yeah well Mm. yeah it started out as a ladder and you climb up to they had the ladder wrapped to this telephone pole right and so you climb up this ladder and then the ladder goes away and instead of having another ladder on it they had those spikes the telephone pole spikes and you had to climb up that and i got to the top of the ladder and looked at those spikes and i went no i am not because you're not even on you're not you're not tied up to the harness or anything at that point. You're climbing mm-hmm. up to get on the harness. And I was just like, no, no, I can't do this. I could fall off these little pegs sticking out of this telephone pole. And yeah. I was in my 30s then. So, you know, I'm like, no. I think and I can do it. I think I would have loved zip lining, but I could not climb the ladder. I don't remember. I think I, I would I have. Uh... You did. I did not. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so funny, like, um, I have, like, a, I used to be a, a lot more fearless or whatever, um, post, pr- before knee surgery, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then now, after knee surgery, I'm more cautious. Yeah. Before knee surgery, I would climb up on anything, uh, hang from anything, do anything like that, skateboard, ice skate, ski, yeah. whatever. And then ripping the cartilage out of my knee made me more cautious because 
now I'm cautious about getting down on getting down and getting back up uh-huh. because of the knee. So I don't know if I would um, be able to go skiing now. I mean, I probably could, but it it's just because uh, we were talking about the ladder, like a lot of that fear is like a things are a lot harder because I don't have any cartilage in my knee. Right. Right. And going up and down a ladder, it, it like a pool ladder yeah. is one of them. Right. I I have that same issue as well because mm-hmm. I've had surgery on both of my knees and it it really does change the way you look at things that you can do. Yeah. Yeah. And um so like one thing that I would I wouldn't say that I'd be scared of it, but one thing that I definitely couldn't do now would be well actually I would probably be scared of it I mean it I've always found it intriguing but rock climbing like oh yeah like up mountains like hiking yes and um extreme like sport type things like that like uh, I've always wanted to do it you know kind of like you're talking about zip lining but I know it's it would be harder to do now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. We also did with Girl Scouts. We did indoor back, uh, indoor indoor rock climbing, mm-hmm. um, and and um, rappelling. Do you you remember yeah, that? At the, that wasn't yeah. scary either. And it wasn't scary. I like, and oh. I actually did it, but I only stayed on the easy walls, and um, I weighed a lot less than I do now, yeah. and I was a lot younger, so. Um, I always thought that was a lot of fun and I would have done that over again too, except that now I don't know how well my body would, would do that. But, but I did want to do like rock, mm-hmm. rock climbing, but more like the, um, I don't remember what they call it, but where you're just hand over hand, not really climbing the rocks, like, like, like bouldering, you mean? Bouldering, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. it. Yes, I would like to, yes, that yes, was the word I was I want to do bouldering. That yes. sounds fun to me. And hiking, like. backpacking. Um, yeah. My husband was an avid backpacker. He went all over the place. He hiked part of the Appalachian Trail. I think that would be a really fun thing to do. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I could physically do it. And, and it terrifies me to... So contemplate that I would I would say yeah like I would say that um the act of like rock climbing or doing any of that stuff skydiving even doesn't scare me it's just um what scares me is that I wouldn't be able to do it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so that's what um my fear to do would be is the inability to do to it. To find like, something there. that you got halfway in the middle of doing yeah. it and found out you couldn't and now yeah. you're stuck. And yeah. Like get there like like you were talking about on the ladder. Like mm-hmm. get up there on the ladder and then realizing that I can't do it. Yeah. And that that would be the fear. Now as far as like fear fear what you're talking about like standing on your own and stuff like that mine's very similar mine is like um because I'm on like this at ledge right now in my life where I have made a decision and my fear is 
taking that decision, taking that step off that ledge and actually doing something that I have talked about and thought about and, you know, that I have been dreaming about for the past 12 years or so. Is it the same fear that's keeping you from moving forward? Fear of failure? Oh, oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that would be my biggest fear would be failure because that's always been my biggest fear. Yours is pain and bodily destruction. Yes. Yeah. Mine, like, yeah, now that you, now that you've mentioned it, yeah, like that's probably like my biggest fear. Fear is, is, fear of of failure is probably one of the most common. All, all of your fears can be narrowed down to like very specific. Well, you know, I'm I'm basic. I think that one's probably the most common, the most basic. I'm basic. I'm definitely basic. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, though, I mean, fear of failure is what keeps most of everything from ever happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what keeps like us from fear, manifesting our goals. You know, fear, fear yeah. of we taking don't start that, because we're afraid we'll fail. Yeah, fear of taking that next step. We mm-hmm. get complacent at certain places and things that we yeah. do in our life, whether it is like a routine or a job or something like that. And um, the fear is change. making those big life changes Mm -hmm. and I think my fear now is that I've made all of these big life changes you've made a lot a lot of big life changes and now to mess it up yeah yeah Yeah. I'm uh I'm scared to like make an even bigger life change that could possibly (laughs) fail it's like when you have the Rubik's Cube like almost solved and then you (laughs) go one too many turns and then you just mess it all up up. Yeah. yeah yeah Yeah. Well, mine is similar. Um, So mine isn't like yours where your body is in harm, but it's also not, uh, I don't know how to describe it. So mine is actually like forgiving forgiveness. Oh, my it's easy to forgive someone who did you like a small slight like right she was really rude to me but she's having a bad day so I'm gonna forgive her like that's easy right but there's like you know a part of my life I want to move on from but at the same time it's like how do you forgive and um I've probably gone a big portion of my life trying to understand exactly what forgiveness means right because I thought that forgiveness originally meant that you're saying, like, it's okay. No, it's not. It's not absolution. Yeah, Absolutely not. it's not. And I think that's probably what's holding me back from it because I don't know what it looks like or what it's supposed to feel like. Mm-hmm. And there's a definitely a possibility of failure. Um, but, yeah, I have, like, one person, I guess, I want to forgive. And I don't know how to do that. Yeah. And it's scary. It because is. Because yeah. when you commit to forgiving to that person, then what happens when you still have feelings about it? Whose fault is it now? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. mine. It's always yours. Yeah. It always is. It even, always is. Even yeah. before you forgive. Right. Because that's the thing. You're the one holding on. The feelings. To those feelings. To yeah. the anger or whatever. And so... um, 
that fear of forgiveness is in a lot of people because like you said, a lot of people think it means absolution that mm-hmm. you're just telling me it's okay. You didn't, it didn't hurt me, but right. it's, it's okay to acknowledge that it hurt you and still forgive them anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, forgiveness you don't have to is more about understanding why it happened sometimes True. I think. Mm-hmm. True. And, um, moving on with your life putting it aside yeah and, and that's the fear right there is putting it aside it like is, not it holding is. on to that like a you can forgive and but you don't have to forget like you can still it's, and yeah and it's not saying forget it, yeah you know but you don't have to dwell on it all the, i think that's the component of forgiveness is that even though you don't forget you don't give absolution and you'll never forget it because it affected you profoundly. Right. But you allow it to pass through you without causing you to react anymore. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think that's what the Mm -hmm. forgiveness is. I, and you know, I'm just speaking from my own, I don't know if that's what forgiveness is, but I feel like that's what forgiveness right. is. Right. It almost feels like it's a black hole. You go, okay, I'm going to forgive someone. And you jump into this black hole. You don't know what's on the other side. Right. Except that you hope that you feel better about it in the end. Yeah. Yeah. But you do, I think you have to I let go of, mentally, of reacting to it. That's yeah. Yeah. thing. I think mentally it will help you feel better like Mm -hmm. once you've let go of especially if it's if anger is a part of it once you have let go of the anger that is um, keeping you from forgiving now you don't have to be close with that person ever again you don't even have to talk to to that person of your life or anything they don't have to know that you forgave them yeah it's just um it's just something that you have to do on the inside for you to move on. Mm-hmm. Who I cares agree. about them? It's you. True. Yeah, it's about you. It's not about them at all. Yeah. 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 Very true. That one's, that one's a hard one. It is. Mm. And there, I mean, I'll be the first to say I've carried carried a lot of baggage around with me many, many years. And it took me a long time to let some of that crap go you know mm-hmm. um and some of it i'm still trying to let go but um but yeah that and that one is it's it's like you are you're afraid that by letting it go you're letting them get away with what they did but it's or what else am i what am i going to pick up in an exchange right yeah oh, yeah true. how long does it take like when you decide like okay i'm gonna work on forgiving this person how long does it take yeah well, I you'll think that's know for every person. Yeah, yeah. you'll you'll, you'll know. know deep in your heart. You'll know. Yeah. But it but it does take work. It's it does take work. Yeah. I tell you, while we were talking about the those uh, daredevil things earlier, I thought of another one that I have always thought would be really cool, but I didn't do to get off of off of that subject there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was scuba diving. And I yeah. love to snorkel. That one seems terrifying too. I am terrified of because you have to be responsible for your own tanks 
and all that. And, you know, I've seen so many movies where their hose gets cut or whatever, or they go too deep and, you know, things like that. So that's another one. But I think it would be phenomenal to do. But I'm terrified. So I huh. I don't know. There's there's a, there's a lot of things like that that terrify me. And I don't know. I think also traveling to a foreign country by yourself would oh, be terrifying. Defin- oh, my definitely. gosh. You know, I have, um, as a travel agent, you know, I, I travel, um, but I don't travel by myself. And I do have travel agent friends who travel by themselves frequently. Mm-hmm. And they just, you know, an opportunity comes up, they go. And I'm like, no. Yeah, that, no. that would be scary. I don't even to- like to travel domestically by myself. I like to have somebody else with me. Oh, well, okay, that doesn't bother me. Yeah, I, I just I don't think I would be scared because I know at least... It's not that I'm scared, I could I read guess. the road signs and the maps and... I, I mean, I do it and I've done it, but I don't like to. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. So, domestic travel by myself is like the very sliver of it. And then the further away from home I go, the more terrifying it is. It just, I don't know, I just don't like doing things like that by myself if I don't have to. That's understandable. What is it about being by yourself that's so scary? I don't know. I don't know. I just, I don't like being by myself in in a lot of situations. I don't like going to the movies by myself. I don't like um, going to restaurants by myself. So I don't know if it's necessarily scary, but it's uncomfortable, like I said. Like, right. I know. I'm, I want you to unpack it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I am, uh, well, for one thing, I am an extrovert. So I like, well, actually, technically, I'm an ambivert. Um, I like being alone, but only when I'm in control of when I'm alone. <laughs> if that makes mm-hmm. sense. I like to be alone, but I also like to be around people. Uh, but I want to be able to control when those things are. And... So I do like to be alone, but I don't like to be alone in those situations because I see those as social situations, not independent situations, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. So it's not that I'm afraid to go to a restaurant by myself or afraid to go to a movie by myself. It's just the, the experience is not the same. If I'm by there myself. Go. There you go. And that so makes that's a lot more sense. The, the, yeah. So it's the experience of doing it with someone that I enjoy, not just, I mean, I can sit at home and watch the movie. Right. On streaming. That makes sense. And I, and I, and when I'm at home, a lot of times I prefer to be alone watching it or with somebody else who is equally interested in the movie. Mm-hmm. But at the movie theater, I don't like to be there by myself. I don't. Interesting. Yeah. I, I enjoy the movie theater experience by myself quite a lot because then you don't have someone making weird noises next to you or <laughs> that would be me though. you know talking <laughs> my or whatever oh, did you see what she you said get, you <laughs> get both armrests to yourself <laughs> but eating in a restaurant kind of sucks by yourself it does it see is- that doesn't bother me eating in a restaurant by myself yeah it used to when i was younger like uh i would like sit and I would invent these stories in my uh-huh. head of what people must be thinking 
me eating in a restaurant mm. by myself, like, oh, there's this fat girl eating by herself or whatever. But now I just go, if I'm Same by thing. myself, with a book yeah. and ignore everybody else well, or and, my crossword puzzle. And, you know, you're you're talking about them, you know, thinking about the, the fat girl in the restaurant by herself. That's the... The stories you're telling yourself, they probably don't even care that you're sitting there by oh, yourself. Oh, sure, eating. no, they want to get I, their tip. I, <laughs> I, I am more okay nowadays sitting in a restaurant by myself because I have my phone to entertain me mm-hmm. than I was before I had a phone. Um, like I mentioned on the last podcast, I think it's one of the greatest inventions ever because I can entertain myself while I'm sitting there by myself. Um, but back in the day when we didn't have cell phones. Just sitting there, I I was bored to tears. Just right, and eating. that's what I think. I would I like probably to just eat, and eat talk. my food really fast, and then I would leave really fast, and then I'd be like, "Well, pff, why but, did I go out to eat if I was going to gobble see, it down I really fast?" I don't eat fast, so then it's like painstakingly slow because by I'm yourself. just sitting there yeah. by myself eating because I'm a slow eater, and I just I don't like it. I don't. I might as well just eat at home. If I'm going to do that, because then I could watch TV or something. So, yeah. Well, any other things that you guys, I'm surprised you didn't say spiders. Well, of course, well, that's not things to you're do, not talking, but you're I not, know, but <laughs> I know. This is what we were afraid of. I know. Like what we're afraid to do. most scared to do. Well, like, touch so, a spider. I touched a spider <laughs> once. Like, I literally thought that would be the scariest thing in the world. And, and well, then I it talked was about cool. the sharks. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Sharks I, t- I touched the, the shark. I know somebody who ate a tarantula. Ew. Yeah. It was like a barbecued tarantula. I watched a video um, of her doing it. It was gross. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could not do that. Like no. a irrational fear for sure. Yeah. Spiders and snakes. Uh-huh. Definitely. Like oh, well, I have you lots think those of are irrational, irrational fears? fears? Well, I mean, like, oh, okay, 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 okay. Like, those are no, pretty... I have an irrational fear. So like uh, spiders, they're not out to get you. They'll they'll bite you if they feel threatened, mm-hmm. and I I don't know about snakes like uh well it's the same it's with the, the same yeah, yeah like they're, they're away. so yeah. like Most they're of not them aren't a, even poisonous so yeah so like they're not out to get you they're not like mm, human yeah true yeah <laughs> yeah I uh you want to talk about irrational fears I have uh, an irrational phobia of coming around a corner in like Walmart or somewhere, you know, out of an aisle and something being sticking out of the aisle that I didn't see until I rounded the corner and it impaled my eye. Oh yes. And it, I don't know where that fear came from. Um, I also have a similar fear of riding behind or driving on the road behind, um, trailers and trucks like yard trucks and stuff oh and, and pipes final and destination well, yeah things Our- flying off of the back <laughs> of the thing well i've actually been on a highway and one of those little yard worker guys had their lawn service trailer and a shovel came off of that trailer and came flying towards my car and it hit the ground and went under my car but if it had if i'd have been closer it could have gone through my uh-huh. windshield and oh, I so think if, about that if, all the time when I'm on the road. If like. I'm in the high on the highway <laughs> right. and one of those trucks or trailers is in front of me, I get out of that lane 
because it literally came flying at me. And mm. so, so it's similar, the, the coming around the corner in the, the grocery aisle, you know, you, you know, you turn the corner cause you can't see what's on the other, you know, around the corner and you mm. turn the corner and that's so funny. Cause yeah. that's probably my biggest irrational fear is in the car, like driving off the side of the road, not as a driver, but as a passenger. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, she's Kristen is very uh well just like the car well more more like stuff flying at the car yeah. like final destination oh, yeah. or whatever. But I mean I guess like I've had so many people in my family die from car wrecks that mm. yeah, like yeah. that's always in the back of my mind in the car, like uh or driving too close, like when you're on an overpass or whatever, and like the road seems too thin to me. Oh yeah, too and, narrow. And yeah. and uh, I, I I drive a tiny car, so and and I still like fear like going too close to the edge yeah. when you're on one of those yeah. overpasses. That's why I will not drive if it's any kind of slippery outside. Yeah, I don't like to drive when it's slippery either. Mm. Nope. That, so that, I, that, I have a that lot of fears fear, like fear that. in my heart. Like if the other day when it was raining so hard and I hydroplaned and I didn't oh, even no. think it was like slippery and my car went and that like and I was oh, I on know. one of those overpass things and Ugh. it was just like that's like a now used, I'm kind of very like I don't even want to drive on those when it's raining. I used to have a big conversion van um, in the the 90s and the early aughts. And, uh, and it was great for driving, you know, back and forth across the state or whatever, or hauling kids everywhere, going on camping trips and things like that. But man, you know, in the Dallas area, we've got all these huge flyovers on the highways and stuff. And, and it was just a big wind sail <laughs> because if you got up on those high overpasses and the wind was blowing, it would just catch the side of that thing and start yanking you whatever the wind whatever direction the wind was going and it used to scare the bejesus out of me and uh i remember our girl scout leader she was really young and she had a little low profile car and she was like you gotta drive faster on the highway and stay closer to me and blah 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 and i'm like you don't understand this thing nearly took me over the side of the overpass because the wind was so mm -hmm. so much and i was just like no 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 i don't like it <laughs> Yeah. It was scary. Mm. Well, that was a fun topic. Yeah. <laughs> now, it's, now it's getting kind of, ooh. I know. I'm like, oh, it's getting dark outside now. <laughs> well, what are we talking about next week? Oh, uh, next week, um, we're talking about Read Across America Day. Ooh. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. We like to read. We yeah, we like, like to, to read, read, so we're always into talking about books. So yeah. here you go, guys. Another topic about books. Right, oh, right. <laughs> so next time, have your cozy shoes on and your cozy reading shoes? jacket. Shoes are not cozy. Socks. Cozy House shoes socks. are cozy. Oh, okay. House shoes. Okay. You know, your okay. reading garb. Your right. fugue yeah. lucky jacket. Your, your, your fuzzy, yeah. fuzzy yeah. blanket. Fuzzy mm -hmm. blanket. There you go. Yes. On the sofa with your warm... Uh, beverage beverage yes mm -hmm. yes there we go <laughs> <laughs> all right all right looking forward to it we'd like to thank creative audio tech 
for our music and Cake Mix Studios for our equipment. And we also would like to thank our loyal listeners. Um, Be sure to come back every week on Wednesday for our new podcast and check us out on um, modernmusings.net for any details on podcasts or blogs. Um, Our bios are on there too. And then also MMC chat on Facebook. Get in the conversation with us there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Will we have a poll? Um, oh yeah, we should. Yeah. What what what's your most fear? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Biggest fear? Awesome. Yeah. Check out your the most poll. fear. <laughs> your most, most fear. Most, most fearful. Fear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. Don't you love me? <laughs> My grammar. That's what other I'm people are most of afraid of. Grammar. I know, right? <laughs> you should be scared of mine. All right. We look forward to uh, connecting with you all again next week. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. Bye.